Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You look lovely in green. I've never seen you in that color green. It's very pretty. I've worn this what shirt is that before. shirt? What does it read? Willie's store. Hola. <laughs> Stop. This is a Willie's store shirt from Greensboro, Vermont. <sighs> Looks good. You're looking good, Alice. Thank you. You're losing weight. You're in ketosis in the serious one. I'm in suctosis. I don't get one. I don't get to lose weight. And uh, life is not fair. But alas, Alice, I, f- I f- totally forgot something. You listened to last night's episode, so you know that some of my travails on the plane. I totally mm-hmm. forgot that it, there was things had gone so odd on the plane, especially since I was like, they had to bring in the supervisor of the of the stewardesses to come in, like calm me down. And I suddenly, all eyes were on me, you know? Right. Um, it, it was such a weird thing once they like let me go and then, and then reapproved me, recertified me for my the seat that I put, <laughs> paid for. I was it, upset about that. I was if you hadn't gotten your yeah. seat back, I would have called them today mm-hmm. and um, caused a fuss because we paid <laughs> extra for like a seat that was fat guy approved. Yeah, no, I think that they probably did a little due diligence, and it, while the plane was still rolling, said, "Okay, it looks like this guy actually did," but. But I, but I'm you know I'm pleased with them that they actually put the effort in whether it was CYA or not to actually go after the fact after I had designed to go sitting in steerage to in the fat mm-hmm. in the th- skinny person seat um, that um, that they came back and checked it out so I'm I, I I love that airline so far my JetBlue experiences have been one first time was a few years ago and that was just good and this was with the exception of this weird part it was it was great I'll take it over what? your hellscape I mean Jesus I watched. <laughs> I watch movies, I watch TV shows, I watch Top Gun 2, something I didn't intend to do first, but I saw somebody in front of me was watching it, and uh, I thought, you know what, why not just go in and just just go to where, I don't know why I hated Top Gun to begin with, the original one, I think probably because my brother glommed onto it right away, and we had an adversarial relationship, so that was his possession, and so... And because the people in it were like cool and manly, yeah. So you well, were mad yeah, well, at it, but I, that's one of the reasons why. Because like he, my the guy, uh, what's mm-hmm. the name, Maverick, of course yeah. had like this. Uh, they would have called it a crotch rocket back in the day. Um, you know, a speedy like Kawasaki Ninja motorcycle, yeah. whatever. My brother, of course, had to get one of those because mm-hmm. he was a jerk. Um, and, and although my, um, you know, yeah, actually the more I think about it, my, he, Maverick, Maverick and Dalton both influenced my brother a lot as a teenager. <laughs> uh, and I, I, those two probably very much so. My friend Keith was completely influenced by Travolta in Greece and, and still is to this day. Hmm. Um, but, um, so this is another thing that bothers me about that flight. It's like there were... But between that happening and then this this psychotic woman who had to sit sit in my row, 
that I had fought for. You know, I had had blood on the ground to get back in that seat. (laughs) Suddenly she gets to have it. She gets to choose any seat she wants. Me, I better go to the assigned seats or else the air marshal's going to tase me. But that's different. (laughs) So, so, um, so she, she, the psycho sat in the seat and then her behavior just was stupid. And it was worse, made worse by the fact that she, but she was mildly attractive because I thought, you know, you, you don't, you don't really have even reason to be a psycho, but she was. So. Um, so, and then the, so this is the biggest thing that got me. The woman in front of me who's watching, who was watching Top Gun, mm-hmm. um, was an Asian woman. Okay. Which is, it seems like neither here nor there, right? <laughs> it doesn't seem right. like that would be. <laughs> it's not. And I, and, and I, I only really noticed a little bit later, but this is what some, there were two already. There were too many weird things on this flight. Too many weird things were happening, had happened already. And I, once the plane started to descend back into Boston, which I was allowed to watch a little bit of because Psycho started to get interested in what Boston might look like. <laughs> As we started about to, Who closes the window on a plane? A psychotic. Maybe I'm just... Unless I mean, you have a window that doesn't see anything. If you're only seeing the wing or an engine or... Or even over the ocean, <laughs> I could see maybe like just blank ocean, possibly. Yeah. But I mean, maybe I'm just too like naive and I don't fly enough. So I'm still like, oh, wow, and everything. But I well, love seeing uh, stuff out the plane window. Who, that's like no, the that's whole not, point of flying is, to me. There's never a time when that's not incredible. When you, If you're somebody who grew up and loved Boston like we did or I did, anyway, mm-hmm. to watch Boston, to watch the plane just barely get over southy and then to ascend and you can see you can you know you can see the towns and recognize them and then from there in the finger lakes of new york and maybe like superior the, the great lakes and oh, then you yeah. can fly we flew right over chicago of course a person going to la we flew over chicago i looked to the right and i noticed that i was seeing the gold coast north of the loop and all that stuff right the person on the left then would be looking south in other words the beautiful city, the um, uh, North Avenue Beach, that area, and um, Navy Pier, and the Sears Tower, whatever, the Wilson Tower now, whatever it is, and all those things. But that person, Alice, I couldn't see what they were, what what they would, would have been outside their window because they had their window closed because they didn't give a flying F. They wanted, oh, the bright light irradiates me. You really? You're <laughs> not going to look at Chicago, the freaking greatest city but in, even this, like, in the country? So we, we left separately from you. We Hold flew, on. I, okay, I, I wanna, sorry, go ahead. These goddamn people, they wouldn't open the freak, they wouldn't <laughs> open their, their little window shades. They wouldn't. And these same people, listen to this, and this is why this okay. other, another woman needs to have been shot and then thrown off the plane. She... And this is the going, by the way. These are the people who blocked the Chicago view because, you know, mm-hmm. they, of course, have a great view. They don't assume anybody else would want to ever look out there window or see Chicago, especially somebody like me who recognized where we were and said, oh, to the left must be all the good stuff in the loop. So so they never open this. Or mm-hmm. they open for a second and close very back down. They're awful people. You are awful people if you do that. Now, listen to this. A few hours later, I'm looking out my window because I had a window. I had the whole aisle. And I noticed something looks very Grand Canyon-y under me. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, and I look at the little flight map, and I'm over the Grand Canyon. And it was awesome. Yeah. The stewardess comes over to me and says, oh, yeah, we were just looking at that. It's the Grand Canyon. It's beautiful, isn't it? And I said, yeah, this is incredible. My goodness, what a day. And she says, yeah, it's really clear today. And so it's, a- and of course, it's awe-inspiring. This, this is just, right. what a marvel. But, and I've got my window wide open. So when she says that, it catches the ears of some people around. And they, they start, open theirs. Well, the, some open theirs. Some, though, because I had a really good vantage point, mm-hmm. some just looked through mine. And then they started to get up and come and look at next to 14D and look out the window for a second. And you know what I did, else? You let them look. I looked at them look, and I backed off, and I put my head up so I didn't obstruct it at all. Yeah. Including that bitch who wouldn't let me see Chicago. She suddenly saw, wow, the <laughs> the usefulness of of looking out the window when it was my window. Oh, the Grand Canyon's out there. Wow, look. Having no idea that I was cognitively thinking, consciously thinking about, well, you know what? I'm going to be um, considerate and get my head away from the window. Let everybody do their thing and see the Grand Canyon. Now that the flight attendant has 
has mentioned it, and and, and then the guy over there had the pilot said it too, and she had the audacity to come over and start looking. What is wrong with people? I don't freaking get it. I don't get people who never, who have a radar that only goes from 45 to 55 degrees. Beep, 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 beep. It doesn't spin all the way around. Do you ever think, do you never think about other people? Ever? And I had this today again when I brought, I brought two of my boys out to get some clothes for back to school, we'll call it. And we went up to Newington, New Hampshire, which is mm-hmm. near some of the warehouses we're used to work, I think. Which is close to me, and I had to I had to go find some stuff. All the stores are out of clothes. All the brick and mortar stores are essentially really closed, but the lights are on. Like J.C. Penney, it's really closed with the lights on. H and M is really closed with the lights on. Almost all of them are really closed. Macy's is non-existent, but the lights are on. Isn't it so, weird? Because this would ordinarily be a really big sale oh, weekend for department stores. Like back in the day when also, malls were a thing, this would have been have packed. Nothing. There's no kids' shoes, sneakers sections. There's no. They have no no stocks. JC um, Macy's had mostly luggage. I mean, these places are saying goodnight to brick and mortar. This is this is it. They're like letting it just taper off at this point. It re- they really are. Mm-hmm. And I, I we actually heard people mention it in there. So, but anyway, so um, so getting back from we had to get back because my daughter still got to go out right now and go. Um, yeah, after the shopping. show, she and I are doing this. Right, and the time is is a wasting. So ninety five. Okay, ninety-five okay. South is he's finished doing. One. He was um, he, it's a long story. It's okay. fine. Don't worry about it. Well, anyway, he's finished. <laughs> so ninety-five South was a parking lot. So I'm like, oh, free. It's just now we only had so much time today between. Why do you suppose it's Labor Day? Oh, coming back from yeah. vacation. I say. Yeah, everybody's yeah. coming from me. They're all done. Um, so and Winnipesaukee and all the other things. Well, I don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But, uh, so, so okay, anyway, you know so here's this idea of, can, okay. You okay, can you ask Sally to help you? Ask Sally to help you. She can help you, I bet. Sally, help Cyril. What? With whatever. With what he wants. He wants to get something. I think you know where it is. Go ask Sally. She'll help you. So anyway, well, <laughs> about this thing where people don't have any radar and just are the only thing about themselves. It's a traffic jam at 95. So I say to myself, as soon as I can get off this thing and get on a state route in New Hampshire, I'm getting off and I will just drive, you know, through cow pastures. I don't care as long as the car is moving and at least I'm making slow progress towards south. I find a great route that parallels the, the, the highway. I get down there. A bunch of people are following me. They know we're up. We're all brothers in arms here. We're uh, mm-hmm. simpatico. We're all escaping. In front of me is a Tesla. Yeah. We're on the open road. Cows to the left of me, horses to the right. Right. And here were me and my guys stuck in the middle. With with the Tesla. Tesla. Exactly. (laughs) And he went 31 miles per hour the whole time. Max, 31. And I thought, this son of a bitch has no clue or cares less. That there are a line of people behind him really trying to get home in time. We've got the open road and he's going below the speed limit and could give a flying F in his <laughs> in his super good person car. Because he's a really good person. Right. He's such a really good person. And we're going 31 miles per hour. All of us could be making progress now having gotten out of the traffic. All of us could have gone on with our lives and done the important things in our lives and made the memories that make life worth living. But Tesla guy could give a flying F because like that B in the window seat doesn't not program to think about anything but her. I'm sure both of them had Ukraine signs. There's no freaking doubt in my mind. Well, didn't Freak- you say window uh, girl uh, had a mask on too? That Well, that's the girl who stole my window seat, not oh, the no. girl who would. Well, she wouldn't let anybody look out my window seat either. So, yes, that's the girl who stole my window seat and closed my window seat. My window and my window. She seat. was considerate enough to wear a mask for you, though, to save you from it, COVID. It, exactly, exactly. The other lady was somebody who was had her own window seat, but but wouldn't let anybody else look out of it because she doesn't do that. She's a really good person. Oh, but oh, is that the Grand Canyon? Let me look out that guy's window. <laughs> huh? Never thinking that if there's all could- kinds of things out her window that other people of might want to see. Of course. But it just bothers me, too, like the lack of like how dead and crushed does your spirit have to be to like want to be spending your 
conscious interior life in like this aluminum can traveling through the air and not looking out like we live over a really gorgeous country and there's all kinds of stuff even like the not grand canyon parts are pretty impressive even when we left like we flew out of long beach and like i could see the spot where we were i could see the queen mary in the harbor i could see like the Mm -hmm. port of long beach stuff with all the containers it's really like it's cool to look at and it's interesting and it's so tiny down there and like seeing the whole world spread out below you, it to me it like never gets old but and I can't imagine like just that bothering you that that's like out there versus no. like you want to be in here with like the flight attendants and other people Are, do you-, you don't want to <laughs> mentally be like daydreaming and seeing the whole world spread out below you and all life going on and everything happening no. like it's it's fascinating to that me. that's that tells me about a very a, a very generic personality that has zero wanderlust but will be processed through life in every acceptable way that the modern Western in American culture asks you to. That person will have a B-plus average in high school and take a couple of good classes. That person will be on the track team, maybe get a Title IX scholarship to somewhere. That person will go to a four-year college um, so that their parents can 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 brag about it. Mm-hmm. That person will be very average in every single possible way through their lives and be an utter and total freaking bore. You've got to be. You've got to be it to be somebody so close-minded. It's like, it, do you already spend a lot of times, a lot of time going 470 miles per hour into the clouds that I didn't know about? <laughs> well, yeah, it's for you that, oh maybe, no, it's just the earth. Well, that's why I say maybe people just fly a lot and they're like, no, jaded. I don't, I don't accept that. I don't accept that because I've seen it. I know another guy who I traveled with, who immediately was boom. I hate the window open. I mean, I hate the thing. I hate to me, it open. It's as bad as like, and I know this is controversial, but I'm an anti reclining seats in airplanes person. Like, of course. I told the kids, like, no, you never recline your no. seat in the airplane. I don't care if well, it does it. It's rude. You just don't. Well, do listen it. to this. Listen to this. Okay. Of course, <laughs> I haven't reclined my seat in an airplane since 1984. That was the last time I ever did. That. I would never do that. You are right. a bad person if you do that. I remember a guy yeah, did that. I put that in the category of closing the window. When I flew in a middle seat on the way to London with a with a an inferior ex girlfriend, th- twenty eight years ago, and this guy's bald head went back, 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 <laughs> and I essentially could suck on his head, and I wanted to de- behead him like ISIS, Alice, and hold bring his head to the front of the plane and show everybody <laughs> this is the appropriate reaction to if you put your stupid effing freaking bulbous noggin in somebody's face you deserve to be beheaded in front of everybody that's what i felt back then i'm still mad about i'm still mad about that and that was 1998 yeah as far as i'm concerned like i consider reclining the seat and closing the window in the same category with like smoking on the plane at this point like i consider the fact that the seats do recline to just be a a a relic just like the ashtray that's still in the bathroom like it's you're not really supposed to use that anymore we've evolved beyond people doing that that's not you're not really actually supposed to do that yeah well this lady who who was sitting next to me who put the, she also had a routine so i could tell that she was somebody who flew a lot so she took off her socks and shoes <gasps> no no she took off her shoes and then put on a pair of socks and then didn't wear shoes for the rest of the flight. You, no, that's really no because bad. she felt. I uh, can't th- believe th- this that didn't come up felt, before. That's right up that there. That's an uh, like a layer of whatever. If you need to do stuff like that, go in first class where other people don't have to be near you. Same with reclining your seat. If you're like that special, then go buy an actual like real life like what, bud? Can you have Sally help you, please? Sally, get him some milk, please, okay? He got it already and he spilled. That's what he said. So she needs to help him clean up the milk. Can you help him clean up his spill, please? How much did you spill, Cyril? A lot? Yeah. Okay, Sally, please help him. And James, even. And if it's a huge spill, can you let us know? Okay. Um, so, um, where was I? Yeah. So, anyway, that's you should go buy an actual business class ticket that's like $1,200 if you want to do that. If you want right. to do stuff like take your shoes off. Because when you're in, like, there's a lot of stuff that there's nothing, like, immoral about it in and of itself. Like, there's nothing wrong with having comfy socks on or being comfortable or whatever. But there are just things that when you're in extremely close proximity to other people that you don't do. Right. 
you know, you just don't do it. Like, go to the right. tiny airplane well, here's bathroom the worst or like something. <clears throat> you just don't do stuff like that. The first the flight attendant, the guy who who mm-hmm. first ejected me from the seat, who uh, we were barking at each other. Right. As the seat plane is landing, he gives me the, can you put your seat up thing? And my seat was up. But he right. accused me of having my seat back a little bit. I press the button. I go up. It's not going up because it's already up. So he thinks I'm a put. I get you got, by this. Yeah, you got labeled so a seat to reclining this. person. Mm-hmm. Back to this. To the whole reason I began this is I couldn't okay. have any more weird things happen in this flight. <laughs> but one more thing happened, and okay. this is the the lady, the Asian lady, who was mm-hmm. watching Top Gun, who inspired me to watch Top Gun, which is an interesting movie. We can talk about it if you want. We don't have to. Whatever. Um, I will say this for Top Gun. Tom Cruise is an A-plus action movie actor. He is yeah. flawless. And I don't care if he's into Scientology or witch doctory or, or um, the, the Santeria. I don't give a flying F what he does in his own time with uh, L. Ron Hubbard. The guy's a freaking awesome actor. He's never done anything that personally pissed me off. I got zero problem with Tom Cruise all day long. He's a freaking good actor. For what this movie was, it it, it is... If you're somebody who in 1986, whatever it was, like really liked Top Gun, this is pure uncut, grade A, Top right. Gun serum. It was <laughs> it was oh my brother, I can't believe he hasn't talked about that. He would die for this. This was right on. This gave mm-hmm. you everything. This was like as much as like say anything. No, not, I mean I mean um, what's the Hugh Grant movie? Come on, there's a lot of Hugh Grant yes, movies. Come on. The Christmas classic. Oh, Love Actually. As much as Love Actually was, like, didn't miss a chance to be over-the-top English schmaltzy. Right. But well, that's why you love it. This thing did not miss a, an opportunity to be gung-effing-ho, GD right, you know, the United States Navy. Right. I mean, but isn't it incredible that, like, Tom Cruise has his finger on the pulse of that and can turn out content that absolutely gets at the heart of that instinct. And yet like the military recruiting people have Mm. completely gone off the rails and like can't produce because that's what like military recruiting videos and stuff used to be like, like when I was in high school, the guys used to like watch those because they were cool and they like got guys wanting to join ROTC and stuff. It was a big controversy at my high school because, um, the our high school banned military recruiters from the campus because of the don't ask don't tell policy so because they were like well would you let the nazis recruit at our high school (laughs) they have a bigoted policy we can't let them recruit so it was like a whole big thing so then it was like this big debate at our high school like should it be allowed or not like what would you let the kkk recruit here they have a bigoted policy you can't the don't ask, don't tell you policy. Know, the like a, Clinton a, era normal policy. Though, that, flawless <laughs> parallel. <laughs> that's what you get for going to a really, really high end high school where like people take all smart classes and do really well on the SATs. Yeah, it's perfectly makes total sense. But yeah, as it happened, we were having that debate at my high school while I was in high school there. Mm-hmm. So you know military recruiting videos in general were a topic, and people talked about this. Like you know if. And and part of it was like, wow, their recruiting videos are so like militaristic and all this stuff. And and mm-hmm. yeah, they were. And it was good. And guys liked them. And guys wanted to join ROTC right. and join the military because they watched those and they were cool and they liked blowing stuff up and doing cool things. And like that, I think, is why I, obviously this Top Gun Maverick movie was hugely successful, especially at a time when movies are not in general being very successful. Um, and there, was not, there was not a single nod to wokeism in the movie. Right. There was, not, there was like, the, the flight, the pilots were probably more diverse than the first time around. There was one of everybody, which is fine. I'm sure it is more diverse itself. But the um, thing about, the complaints about wokeness in movies, and this is going on with the Tolkien Lord of the Rings series stuff right now, too. Um, this is all in the news because they, they've turned off the reviews for the um, mm-hmm. the new Amazon Lord of the Rings. Or it's not, it's the Rings of Power. It's like from the second age when blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so... They're, they've turned off the reviews for it because they say people are review bombing, which is when 
something gets a lot of negative reviews for reasons that the people who made the movie don't feel are fair enough to Mm -hmm. them. Um, And they're claiming it's because, like, of the diversity. Like, they have black elves now and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's really not what it is. I mean, there's been diversity in movies for a while. It's not new. And nobody called it wokeism when Will Smith was in Independence Day. Right. Like nobody was like, oh, this alien movie is so woke because it was a good movie. Right. Right. Like, no. And, you know, and in that movie, they had like um, whatever his name is, Jeff Goldblum and um, and like the Jewish stuff was in there. I mean, it was like a very diverse movie that like played up diversity. Right. Oh, it was actually I mean, Harvey Firestein played the general. Right. Do you not know who Harvey Firestein is? Not really. No. He he's he plays the general. He's a very raspy voice guy, like that. Oh. He was much more. He was he was. Uh, he's a gay man who who's done. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did Torch Song trilogy. He was. He does not hide the fact that he's a gay man. He is very out about it, and he plays his same kind of flamboyant character in that movie, which was right. kind of funny actually that they did because he's a he's a very likable guy, right? Or even I mean like. there's plenty of movies that have diverse cast and Mm -hmm. there have been for a long time that people have liked and that have been incredibly successful and nobody complained about them being woke right or nobody when things didn't do well said like oh it's because it's woke. oh the girl ghostbusters didn't do well because people just don't Mm -hmm. like women so now they're all like oh it's because they made black elves they just don't like diversity in middle earth like uh no that's not why maybe you just made a bad series maybe you just spent a billion dollars or whatever you spent on this stupid on all the special effects and cast and whatever and you just made something that's not very good hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, no, like no, that happens. That, well, that well, happens it, that you make stuff that's not good and you can pay all the best people and right. like still come out with something that sucks. Right. Like, sorry. And, and speaking of that, I am interviewing uh, this late this week or early next week. Mm-hmm. I can't remember on WTIC, uh, Tommy Davidson, who is an awesome comedian and actor who was part of, um, uh, uh, come on, the Marlon Wayans brothers. Uh, oh, you were telling me about this, yeah. and I didn't know what it was. With the... Um, how am I losing this? And you said Jim Carrey was in it? In Living too? Color. Living yes. Color, okay. And with the... Um, with the who did... You know, it, Jim Carrey was the only white member of the cast. Right. There's a bunch of very, very funny and brilliant black people. The Wayans brothers, who were mm-hmm. awesome. I only know them from, and like, the couple, white chicks. And a couple other guys yeah. uh, who are stars as well. I, I can't... I, I, I'm old and lost my memory, but... But you've seen them around since all okay. these, and it was such an incredible show, and obviously, it, you know, it, white America loved it. But this has not been a problem ever, and then there was no problem that there was one white guy in it. But the best thing about him, of course, is what they, they made no, they made no bones about the fact that he was playing every nerdy white guy, you know, right? And not everyone because it, it, because he, he wasn't not everyone, but it all was just about the funniest bastards in the world. Mom, and there's like, it, and you didn't think it, it was just, it was just brilliant. And that, and by the way, it was fu- much funnier than anything else out there. So I'm, I'm, I don't care. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'm from, a, I feel but that I'm from like... a generation where we didn't have an effing problem. You know, it, when when kids from who were my age were were uh, seven years old, we loved JJ from Good Times. And I know I'm not that somehow that's probably racist too. And we loved George Jefferson. And I loved the kid who played his son. We loved we we loved all of those people, and without knowing anything, 
you know, we didn't have racism as a thing going through your mind. I don't think most people ever do. It's only when you become, when the education system or the media, you know, injects it into you that you have to start noticing all this stuff. Not, nobody gets right. a flying F. Right. But now it's like a big controversy because they spent all this money and now they've like turned off the reviews because they were getting, they had on Rotten Tomatoes like a 37% audience score or something. And like all the critics who, rated it really highly. Who did? Was that the Ghostbusters? No, the Lord of the, this new Lord of the Rings. Thing. Oh, right. This, this is Rings like of a, Power. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And actually, I'm worried now for the Top Gun thing too. I don't worry because I don't, I don't, I don't. That see thing it. did really well though, and people really liked it. Oh yeah, but I gotta it's... think that that Cruise is done with that, or maybe he's not actually. Now that everything's a franchise. Oh, but the whole other rest of the cast. I mean, he's only made like nine thousand of that other thing. <clears throat> What's the other thing he was in? Um, the other big action movie, Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. He's made a ton of those, and those always do well. So it's like I think everything like. All these franchises continue to do well. I mean, that the Fast and the Furious movies do well, and that's just like people driving cars. <laughs> like, okay, <clears throat> so let me get back to the original thing that I started mentioning. Okay, twenty-seven minutes ago. <clears throat> this is the last, final remaining, unacceptable, odd, bizarre thing that happened on the flight. We're landing the planes. I shut off the closing credits of Top Gun, which I'd start watching late. Shut it off. This mm -hmm. is Jet Blue, so everybody gets a TV, which is pretty cool. <laughs> they don't have that on Listen Southwest this. still. The plane is landing, Alice. Okay. I can see the Atlantic Ocean, and I can see us banking over towards a, an approach into Boston. The lady who's watching, who had been watching Top Gun now, hadn't watched it for a while. Alice, she puts on a movie. <laughs> She puts on Breakfast at Tiffany's. I was like, oh, my God, it can't be. I saw it said Breakfast at Tiffany's. I thought, there's no way. This must be the, the end of it. Not credit. No, she just started watching it there. We've got 12 minutes max of being on that plane now. And she's watching Breakfast at Tiffany's. Remarkable. Just to see a little. I think I'm going to start watching this movie. Do you have no conscious? That is that you, you have one thought at a time? Well, there's a movie I'm going to watch. Are other parameters not knocking on the door saying the movie's two hours long and you only have ten minutes? Nope, nothing else. Nothing else was involved. But so she's now watching. Now I'm getting uncomfortable that she's starting to watch a movie when we have not enough time whatsoever to do anything. It's she won't get past Moon River, you know, playing. But then it starts playing. She's watching it, and I'm seeing the Mickey Rooney character. You know who Mickey Rooney is? I know who he is. Okay. I haven't... So Mickey this is Rooney embarrassing, Shirley Temple, but I haven't really watched Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's okay. It's it's fine. You're not missing anything. Okay. Audrey Hepburn is very pretty. She's got a very long, uh, thin neck. Yeah, I know what she looks like in it already. So, yeah. so, Mickey Rooney is from the old days. He and Shirley Temple were huge stars in like 1936. Mm -hmm. And then, and then um, you know, he always got work here and there. He's whatever. Hollywood. Okay. <clears throat> Mickey Rooney plays <clears throat> Mr. Yunioshi in uh -huh. this movie. This is from a movie from about 1969. This is why I'm watching. I see him. He's wearing essentially the male version of a kimono. Mm -hmm. He's got his hair blackened and pulled back like in a ponytail. Mm -hmm. He's got buck teeth. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm watching this lady watch this. Now I have several <laughs> now, things happening. Oh, now it's this is why it's relevant that he, she's an Asian exactly. woman. Exactly. Okay. So now not only is it weird that she starts a movie with 10 minutes left, <laughs> but now she found in, an exact pinpointing offensive patently in 2022 offensive portrayal. Let me play a little bit of this. This is, this is Mickey Rooney. He's his eyes are squinted. He's got buck teeth. He's fumbling around the apartment because he can't see. I think he needs thick glasses. Right now he's got the trifecta already of violations. What happened to 
you anyway. You take off for the powder room, and that's the last I see you. Now, really, Harry? Harry's this, uh, the other guy. Hepburn. I'm Sid. Sid Arbuck. You like me, remember? Mr. Goldhide, I broke this. Oh, darling, I am sorry, but I lost my key. But that was two weeks ago. You cannot go on or keep ringing my bell. You disturb me. You must have a key made. So anyway, I'm watching her watch this, and I thought to myself, <laughs> what the hell is happening now? Like, where does this go from here? And she's watching it, and nothing's registering. She's texting somebody about nothing. She doesn't even be physically upset at all. And now I'm even more mad, because she doesn't even... <laughs> do you not know what's happening here? Do you not see Mickey Rooney pretending that he's somebody... But she doesn't, because she's so bizarre that nothing that's really happening in the world bother her, and I envy her. That's my feeling about her. She's the only one who wasn't my enemy on that plane. The window stealer hmm. and the window Nazi B were both my enemy. Yeah, but I'm interested that like that movie is still as iconic as it is with that in there. I I mean, I know that's like always been a thing in Hollywood, but it's interesting to me that like Audrey Hepburn fandom isn't canceled because of that. You know what I mean? Well, uh, yeah. Or that the movie's not like gone. You've got a very so, passionate fandom of Audrey Hepburn and some of these some of the lads, I think, are willing to overlook some of this. And it wasn't well, her playing but, that and, character. But, I mean, and I don't think you'll have an argument here that a lot of this, like, wokeness stuff is driven by white chicks. Oh, hell yeah. So, but it's interesting to me because Audrey Hepburn also has a very big, like, white chick fan base. Mom, I can't Why? Uh, just the look of it. Like, people love that. Oh, she that. is elegant, I guess. And, uh, yeah, yeah, like, even my sister was her for Halloween one time. Holly Golightly? Is that her yeah. name? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That that's like she the kind of looks a little bit like your sister. Your sister's yeah. Different. So, but I mean, it has a. It's like a very iconic thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's like Marilyn Monroe, like the Audrey Hepburn like kind of that look, right? Version I think would be the consensus, right? So, but it's interesting to me that that's not canceled with that being in there. It's because I I would think it would almost be like you know how like sororities have had like these like antebellum parties and yeah. stuff, and those are like canceled and problematic now. I would think that like with stuff like that in that movie, it would it would be as canceled as that, but I guess not. Um, so it's interesting, or maybe people just haven't. Like like me, haven't actually watched it, so they don't know. <laughs> they just know the images from it, and they kind of haven't seen the movie or know what's in it. Right. But right. I'd be interested to hear from people what they think about it, because that is interesting, because that is, like, pretty bad and awkward. But a lot of stuff that's old is, like, really what we would consider extremely problematic right now, right? Like... So we even got this question because we posted the picture of us on Splash Mountain, which is uh -huh. like one of the, that belongs in the Hall of Fame of like great oh. family theme park oh, pictures. Right. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, it's on Twitter. It is. It's the most disgraceful depiction of me ever in the world. I not only look um, weak, pathetic, <laughs> extremely corpulent, um, but I look. It was terrified, and I'm emoting <laughs> the terror um, on a nuclear level. It is so weak and awful. If you divorce me just because of that picture, I cannot protest one second. If you have an affair because of that picture, Alice, <laughs> there's no counter argument. Your Honor, look at the picture. Look at this. <laughs> the judge would be like, yes, I award full custody. Is she and all the <laughs> Yeah, they'd somehow be a civil case, but I'd be sent to jail. <laughs> um, so, but it is a, it's a horrifyingly... Uh, um, wretched and her, her terrible picture. So, so. We but gotta... but it's funny because wait, can I finish my yes. thought on this quickly? Because I'm sure we have other stuff to get to. But well, we do, and we've also I, I haven't even checked the chat chat. It's been like two weeks, and so. we have to do a Patreon show because I right. wasn't here yesterday. But anyway, so so. Can this be... What? Oh wait. Did... What are you? What? The chat chats just simply stopped in a way. We've got one from seven hours ago. Nobody left us any? Wow. Well, I mean, we were gone, so they weren't going to hear them. So that's how this works. So you, if you leave a chat chat, you want to hear it almost immediately. I guess so. And I you're not waiting so. those seven days. I guess so. I get it. I appreciate I'm an instant gratification guy my too, myself, too. I'm, I endorse that. Um. So anyway, Song of the South, if you don't know, because I guess some people don't, is or 
sorry, Splash Mountain is based on Song of the South. Song of the South is like the inspiration, the supposed inspiration for Splash Mountain or whatever. You know, because you I don't, go, I don't get the correlation. You but, go okay. into the when you're going down the thing, you're going into the briar patch. Did you notice there were like briars? The like, please don't throw me in the briar patch thing. I had other things to think about, Alice. (laughs) It was utterly terrifying the entire time. I couldn't believe that things were singing to me, you know, after I'd broken (laughs) six parts of my spinal cord, one, and it was an abject terror. Somebody tried to get out. I was, uh, because I'm a sick person, I was then Googling um, if anybody had ever died on it, and somebody did once. On the Disney World one, though, I guess, not the Disneyland one. Mm-hmm. Somebody tried to get out of the thing and Smart. got killed. Like, in the 80s or something. I forget. But anyway, so, uh, but mostly it's very safe. Like, nobody, like, falls out of it. So that's good yeah, to know. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm not right. I can tell you that. <laughs> so anyway, um, but it's based on Song of the South, which Disney has, like, totally memory hold. Like, you can't find it on anything. Mm-hmm. It's, like, illegal. They Anytime anybody posts a clip of it on YouTube, they can they take it down for copyright. And they just, it. they've, you know, tried to totally erase it, right? And, you know, I, I kind of joked about this, like, when somebody said, like, why are there Song of the South characters on the picture? And I'm like, well, the ride's based on that, but Disney's, they're going to change it to a uh, Princess and the Frog, like, Tiana's Magical Bayou or whatever, to... um to like make it safe because they they don't they want to pretend they never made that movie too right they want to pretend it never existed and make it go away and mm-hmm. you know Why, is it a racist movie i i don't know it's very of that era like certainly people who watch it now i think would think it was uncle racist. remus who my dad loved in the my dad loves zippity doo well, the song won an Oscar. Wonderful feeling, feeling this way. I'm not saying it, but uh, I don't have those powers. But I mean. To- yeah so but it's a very like of that era kind of portrayal Mm -hmm. probably similar to the mickey rooney thing where it's like it's you know it just wouldn't fly now well this is a he's a black guy uncle remus right yeah well so he's doing he's a black guy playing a black guy yeah and the song won an oscar so this is like an academy award winning portrayal right but disney you know really because this is considered problematic now and there's a whole bunch of movies not this one on disney plus you can't watch this one on disney plus or really anywhere um except there's some like bowels of the internet places Mm -hmm. where you can find it but um the they have like warnings on a bunch of their movies like that are totally innocuous movies like peter pan has a warning lady and the tramp has a warning what was the one Um, lady and the tramp do you remember? Uh, it's the Siamese cats. Oh, sing a song about how they're evil and they like look Asian. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, the Siamese cats and Lady and the Tramp. Uh, Peter Pan has the Indians and it has like depictions of smoking mm-hmm. and it has like Tinkerbell thinking that she's fat, which is like an unhealthy portrayal. Um, there's a. Uh, I forget which other ones, but there's like a bunch of the movies on Disney Plus. Like I had to make all the accounts like not kids accounts in order to unlock the normal classic Disney movies that I wanted my kids to be able to watch because they're totally willing to put everything else in these, but, like, not, like, somebody smoking that you can't show that. So, um, but, you know, this Song of the South is not even there. I mean, I assume they're going to memory hold these other ones sooner or later also, but Song of the South, they really want to pretend just never existed. Mm. Um, and... It's interesting to me because then somebody was like on Twitter who I just muted because I can't, I don't, it's a, it's a waste of time. But I was kind of intrigued because they were like, oh, like MAGA people want to tell Disney what to do with their business. Sounds like communism. I'm like, I, I'm not telling Disney what to do. They can rebrand. I like the Princess and the Frog movie. They can rebrand Splash Mountain. I have no like personal attachment to I thought they were rebranding it to uh, um, Tiana. Yeah, that's Princess and the Frog. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. Um but what I find Well, you know what else has been rebranded? Uh I know you said the 20,000 Leagues Under yeah. the Sea submarines are now the Finding Nemo submarines. Yes. Um Although his name was was his name was Captain Nemo on that, wasn't it? Yeah. That's interesting. Jules Verne, yeah. yeah. Can you turn uh, on your Nemo, Himalayan salt lights again? Yeah, please? and uh, Cyril turn them off. Um Wow, I don't want to tattle on a kid. Well, <sighs> 
anyway, so, and they were like, oh, like, the movie belongs in a museum, not in, like, marketing. I mean, obviously, it makes no sense for them to have a theme park ride based on a movie that no kid has ever seen. Like, it makes way more sense for them right. from a marketing perspective to do a movie, whether or not the original movie is problematic. Um, yeah, I have no problem with it. I, I have no problem with it. But what I think is interesting is their total desire to pretend the movie never happened. Like, I'm not yeah. criticizing Disney for wanting to rebrand the thing, but, like, they're the ones who made this supposedly so racist movie in the first place. And a lot of the same people probably work at the company. Well, maybe not that many now in, like, 1946, but certainly a lot of the ones who worked on that in 1946 also worked on 101 Dalmatians and mm -hmm. the... the the Robin Hood with the foxes and like a bunch of other stuff that came out in the years after that. And you're still going on the Cinderella and the Snow White and like all those same people worked on that as worked on the Uncle Remus thing. So if you're saying that that movie was like incorrigibly racist and deserves to be, you know, totally the way that it is, like just erased from culture that like, I mean, the thing won an Oscar. Mm -hmm. This was like culturally okay then and we're just going to pretend this didn't happen at all. And I think it gets back to this urge on the left. You know, they go around saying that like when they want to teach this critical race theory stuff, we're just teaching real history. We're just teaching what really happened. I've never seen such a desire to just completely erase things. Like, really pretend they didn't happen. Like, make people not aware of them. I think that it's interesting to see you know, how far we've come and how different things are. But I think that it's very difficult to pretend that America is still racist if you have movies like that or like Breakfast at Tiffany's and these portrayals and the way people talk then and stuff where you compare that to today and how people perceive like Asian mm -hmm. people or black people today or how they're treated or how they live and to not understand that there's a huge difference. I think that having those things out there, having Song of the South out there or having Breakfast at Tiffany's out there or having like people reading Uncle Tom's Cabin or, you know, Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. I think that it makes it really difficult to pretend now that America is super racist right now. Well, not only that, but if you work at Disney... This is interesting, um, you know, retractable conscience. You know, you, you're you're working at a place which is has benefited from the fruits of Uncle Remus and oh, yeah. the Siamese cats and the dancing Indian smoking thing and Peter Pan and all the other horribly offensive things. You work in a place you're enjoying the fruits of all of that art that was done on a different day where the world was a lot different than you and you're so powerfully against what it did that will you um will you will you um refuse to take every single benefit that that company is going to give you nope you'll take all those in the soup sick days and the personal days and the paycheck and the free parking and yeah and that the, only and, exists because of all right, that all that stuff and it and the uh park discounts and uh, all the affiliations they have with other parts. You'll take all those great things you'll take. You know, you are willing to make one sacrifice, though, on behalf of somebody else. Somebody else will be will bear the burden of the sacrifice that you're making. And you're strongly worded, uh, you know, uh, Slack exchanges with your friends. And then statement you put together of, of conscious, of conscience. Uh, you know, the, the, other than that, you make no tangible sacrifice whatsoever. Right, That's but it. Disney, like... Is like you say, Disney exists on the legacy of all this old IP. There's no Disney without that, right? right? Like, Disney's making money off of so many things. Like, it's still all the princess stuff that they've barely, except for Frozen, way, Alice, made a princess movie. Yep. How many times did our children advance and approach and even wait in line to see one Mickey? J Mouse and were blown off. Oh yeah, that was bad. There was a we waited in the hot zone because we were told the line wasn't yes. that long for 35 minutes to get a picture with Mickey Mouse mm -hmm. and then Mickey Mouse left. Mickey Mouse and left. there was a big problem. I had a that crying was, four year old for was, the next hour. Yes, absolutely. He was heartbroken, which is racism, obviously, right? <laughs> is it not? I assume. Of course it was. I saw he was with some other kids who had different pigmentation with our than our kids. Mm -hmm. But our kids were blown off. And then they wanted to see him again when he was near the the front of the entrance. An hour later, 
blown off. Nope, sorry. Overlooked. Class action suit, Alice. 15 million bucks. Let's go. God, let's do it. And then we did see him a third time. And, and he then we got a picture off. of that him, was, and that was the highlight the damage of the had trip been done, for our four-year-old. As those people who were at Sesame Place say about Elmo not saying hello to them because it was racist, the damage has been done. Mm-hmm. Imagine seeing imagine seeing Elmo and Elmo saying, no, I can't t- shake your hand. Well, we had that happen to a four-year-old, and he cried like a little baby because that's what happens, and it's not a, the end of the world. It's not a racist thing. It's because they have to move the Mickey along, or he was hyperventilating, or it was 103 outside, or he was in a hole. Okay? Yeah, they, I think it's because they were having to switch out the Mickeys like every 20 minutes because in that hot costume, and it was super, super hot while we were there. All right, Joe, we got to go. We're already All really right, we got to bring some of this to the Patreon show, yes. though, because I still this brings me to a bunch of stuff about California that I observed that I do want to talk about in the Patreon show and other stuff that's going on. Um, and I look forward to that. You can find that show. There's going to be that extra bonus show at patreon.com slash burn barrel. Um, you can join there. You can also, as always, talk to us for free on Twitter at burn barrel pod. That's where you can see uh, Tom wetting himself on the Splash Mountain ride. Some truth to that. <laughs> and then uh, you are also at facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast and burnbarrelpodcast.com where you can find all the places to listen and leave a chat chat message. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.